0: to today's episode of Jazz Beats, your number one podcast for jazz news and entertainment. Here are your hosts, Jackson and Tyson. Man, it feels like it's been a while.
1: It has been a while. I've missed this. I have too. Uh, I
0: apologize. Uh, we I'm to sure be Tyson here. does too, but...
1: Yeah. <laughs> My, you're welcome. I gave you all a break. <laughs> it's been a couple of weeks
0: since we've been here, but uh, you're listening to Jazzy. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Jackson. This is Tyson. Hello, hello. Um, holy cow, the jazz news is
1: just flourishing. Right. The last couple of weeks since we've been gone. Right. It's it's been uh, there's been some big changes, and we'll talk about it all through this whole podcast. So if there's anything that you did miss, which I'm sure you didn't, because you're all the best fans in the world, but we're gonna make sure. That you know everything important that's going on with the jazz. But you also don't have Tyson's witty
0: take on everything either, because nobody's got that yet.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. You're right. You're right. It's true.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So that's coming as well. Um, Before we get into any jazz topics, um, we have a little announcement to make. We are now part of a podcasting network.
1: That's right. I mean, we've been receiving applications for months on end with people trying to sponsor us and have us be a part of something that they do, which I understand we're kind of a big deal. Actually, we have been. I mean, this is the first podcast in over a month that we haven't had a big name associated with the Utah Jazz on our podcast. So I, know. I, I, mean, I mean, you guys, it's kind of a big deal. The I pressure's know. off a little bit today because yes. it's, it's just you and yes. I. Um, it feels good to record in my po- in my boxers. So that's right back to how <laughs> it we feels used good to-
0: for you, not so good for me, <laughs> having <laughs> to look at you. <laughs> this is why
1: Jackson wanted guests on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they have been on Zoom, so they know not if he was in his boxers.
1: It's true. It's Anyways,
0: true. um, Slingin' the Pill Media yes, is a, is a podcast network. Yeah. They are okay. Have been centralized around Utah high school football. So and they're planning on broadening their horizons a little bit and they reached out to us and and we are now part of the Sling and the Pill media podcast
1: network. Right. And so, uh, from what I can see, I, and I spend most of their time on their Instagram page, I mean, they have, no matter what corner or pocket of U- Utah you're from, they've got someone nearby that's representing the sports in that area. So hop on, have a look at them. They're pretty cool. I mean, obviously the coolest podcast on their network is Jazz Beats. Right. That's a given. Right. But uh, we appreciate their, their, spot, their, their, their support. Is that what we're calling it? Yeah. Because they're not giving us any money, so... <laughs>
0: It's not a sponsorship, no, not that I know of. I haven't seen anything hit the
1: the bank, bank account yet. Right, still at the same figure. Since so we'll have to get on that day one. Right. Um,
0: go look them up. Jeff runs their main podcast. He does a great job. What's his name? Uh, Jeff.
1: My name's Jeff. You're welcome. <laughs> See what I mean, I missed this. Uh,
0: go look them up if you're into high school sports, high school football. If you're one of those guys, cool. Um, tune in. So it's we're we're excited to be a part of it. Absolutely. Um, jazz news. I think first and foremost, um, there's a there's a guy by the name of uh, Dwayne Wade. Right. I don't know if you've heard of him. Multiple I go- championships. I had to Google him, but yeah, he's played the game before. Um, Dwayne Wade now is. I don't even know how to introduce this other than just go for it. Right. He he is now a part owner of the Utah Jazz, and if your minds have been blown now, that's normal. Incredible. Go away.
1: So I'm expecting, I mean, and immediately after he was at the game, following the announcement. Yeah, that day. Sitting with Ryan. And I, what's exciting to me is, like, I feel like we're going to see that more and more, you know. Have D-Wade at our games. Yeah, see I mean, that's just kind of cool. And also, maybe we'll just see him down at, uh, I don't know, Food for Less or Costco because he'll <laughs> have to, I assume he's going to buy real estate in Utah. And maybe we'll just see For him these
0: at, prices, though?
1: He can afford it. <laughs> He can afford it. I mean, it'd be cool to bump into D Wade. Be like, yeah, I saw D Wade at 7 Eleven today. Fit gulps, up, huh? Filling up his Range Rover or whatever <laughs> he drives. I mean, you think about it. In 18 months, we've gone from Gail Miller to Dwayne Wade in ownership of the Utah Jazz. That's quite the transformation. It is.
0: Right. Nothing now. like saying we've improved because Gail and the Miller family were excellent, but just the the, I don't know, the attention that they yeah. draw. The Millers were pretty reserved i feel like well when larry was around he was kind of a, a high profile guy but since then gail is kind of just keeps to her own right. and now
1: dwayne wade right i mean you see if you think of those two right next to each other oh so you tell me i mean obviously there's some financial benefit for dwayne he's a, he's trying to approach this in a business sense right naturally what does it do for utah jazz and the future of the utah jazz
0: I don't know if I am just super optimistic. You are. And just pulling this out of. I like it though. Out of areas. But um, I mean, Dwayne Wade is obviously a high profile guy. Everyone knows him. And we in the past have struggled getting free agents to come here, to want to come to Salt Lake. Sure, yeah. Um, So I am hoping with Donovan Mitchell being the caliber player he is and the personality he is. Tied with Dwayne Wade, we could maybe attract some high-profile caliber players in the future. But who knows? Right. Who knows?
1: I think you're right. I also think it makes Donovan want to become more loyal to the Utah Jazz as well. Yeah, because knowing... they're buds, right? right? yeah. You think about when Dwayne, they still played together, right? Like 2013, I think, was Dwayne's last yeah, I think his last year was Donovan's rookie year. Right, or and so he hand, I remember them swapping jerseys. Mm-hmm. How cool is that? that? That I mean, the ending of one era, the beginning of another, they swapped jerseys, and they've been in touch ever since. I mean, I know they've talked uh, tactic and skills and, and practices and workouts ever since, and now one still works with the other one still. It's just I think it's a great relationship that we get to see Flourish right here in Utah. It's awesome. It's super cool. I'm way excited. Um,
0: c- congrats to like Ryan for making this happen, though. Bomb I think it. they have had a relationship. It sounds like. I don't think they just introduced themselves on the phone and said, oh, yeah, "Yeah, let's buy this thing." Um, I think they've been acquainted for a while. They've they've known each other. So um, I I saw a little interview with Dwayne saying he's been in talks with Ryan about this for a little while. Nothing too serious. And then finally. He got the guts or something to to pursue it more. Or Ryan came to him and said, "Okay, let's do
1: this. I'm ready." Wow. So. so, do we know how much, uh, percentage wise, he owns? I I don't. I don't yeah, know if right. it, that information's out there. But if you know, hit us up. We'd be interested to to run the numbers. The rumor is that they met on a golf course and and played a round together, Ryan and Dwayne, mm-hmm. and just hit it off and. Love story ever since. <laughs> Maybe not a love story. Do you think?
0: I mean, what? Why would Wade come to Utah? What? What's your thoughts on like he's been in Miami the entirety of his career except for one or two in Chicago. Surely, but I can't imagine Miami didn't go after him to do a, something similar.
1: Or that they're not upset that he's not right. You know, why Utah? Bounding what do the you door. Think? if you're asking me, I think it's more to do with Ryan and Ryan's mindset in business I just think it sounds to me like Dwayne is like a guy that is eager to grow and learn in in every aspect of his life you know like he was a beast you almost have to be obsessive with your that that type of personality to get to the NBA and now I think he's obsessed with business or family life or whatever it is and I and the community he mentioned that as well so I just think that he's in the right place because Ryan has the same type of vision as him so maybe we give all the credit to Ryan I don't know have you seen the... There's some commercials.
0: Dwayne Wade also has a, a game show coming out. Did you Shut see that? Shut
1: up. No. What? Is it about making cakes?
0: I, I don't think so. Oh, it, that's a different one. Sorry. It's called The Cube. It's probably like a game I show never trivia heard of this. thing. Yeah, me neither, really. Um, but, I, I mean, hopefully Dwayne Wade's not just like bored and he's just saying... Try this. Yeah, I'll do a game show. He's just throwing I'll go, some... I'll go buy a team. Throwing I'll some darts Utah out there. I'll go Utah. I'll go to Utah. <laughs> <laughs> so... I don't know how involved he's going to be, but I'm excited.
1: Interesting. I'm excited. Super, super interesting. Uh, Talking about maybe people we know outside of their normal roles, I'm sure that there's been some discussion, you guys have seen some posts about Mike Conley. Yes, this is cool. And he was was the, the executive director in a short film that just recently was nominated and won an Oscar. That's super cool. It's strange, right? And I didn't know what that was, so we had to call our good friend Eric and uh, get some inside information on what executive and executive director is, and he says that he helps with some of the financial side of things. Right. So I can see that. Was he at the Oscars? No, but he watched it from home is what the report said. Okay. So I did see him get interviewed prior to, and he said that he would be keen to be watching it to see how, how the short film went. If you don't know the story about the short film, it's, uh, it's a cultural sensitive short film that talks a little bit about uh, the divide in racist and, and in our communities that are taking place. It has to do with a, a white police officer and the situation that sometimes African-American males get put into in downtown areas. And it, it's interesting. You should watch it. It's kind of like a Groundhog Day storyline, but with a racist cop. So it happens over and over and over. Yeah. Yeah. And the first time you watch it, I I did watch it. Yeah. And the first time I watched like the first time he, I'm not going to give it away, but obviously it repeats. Right. Mm -hmm. So every day repeats. And eventually you just start to cringe every day that he wakes up and you're like, he has to go through that again. I mean, it's pretty terrible. I mean, but anyway, if you haven't seen it, hop on, it's on Netflix. You can watch it right now. It's only 32 minutes long and um, good eye opener. Do it, do it for Mike. It's, what I like about this is it's, it's kind of like what we talked about with
0: Sarah, right? Um, how she told kind of her side of how what she likes about Jarrell Brantley, and he kind of made him more of a person to us rather than a player. And seeing these guys pursue other things, ex-player buying a team, Mike um, being involved in an Oscar-winning f- film, it just makes them more like people to me. And it, it it brings more personality away from the court to those guys. And it just makes me love them even more, you know?
1: And he's already a super likable guy. Yes. Right? But what I want to know is Kevin Durant also co-executive director. The same of, film? The same film okay. with him. So what I want to know is what's the tie between those two? How does Mike...
0: They both have lots of money.
1: And Durant. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they both play basketball. Got that. check. But I, I wondered, like, if if uh, if they went in on this together, or they somehow both were involved in the same movement, and it just came to be. Mm. But uh, that's just two dots I haven't been able to connect yet. But interesting, interesting
0: stuff. Um, is that confirmed? Durant coming to Utah? Is that what you said? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, he's he's not. No, <laughs> De- definitely not. I don't know how that came to be. You read that wrong. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. We're blacklisting that right off of our podcast.
0: That's really cool, though. Good on Mike for, for pursuing um, other dreams and avenues and, and for being a success in it, too. And Oscar's probably the top award for that. So that's, that's right. super cool.
1: So I think in 2021, Mike Conley's going to get an Oscar and an NBA championship ring.
0: Done. Bam. Just retire then. Yeah, Just top of sit the sit on it.
1: He should. He should. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, some kind of unfortunate news yeah. in the jazz world. Um, i'm sure you know by now we're a little late to the game donovan mitchell um well it was late in a game rolled an ankle and right, right. has been out ever since right. they're kind it, of take
1: it, it looks super painful did you see them carry him off the floor that night that yes was... i
0: hate that yeah i hate that when they slow it down and you see the ankle turn on those oh. those are brutal just don't do that tnt yeah. just just close it up nah, say it was rough
1: and move on Nah do it i like it but they (laughs) should they should have like a viewer's discretion as advised like before they do it like if you're if you have a weak stomach don't watch this part or if you're a jazz fan don't watch this part
0: (laughs) yeah so for for an hour or two it was like is it a knee what or is it bad is it broken we had no idea um they come back after the game and said it was negative on the x-rays which is a good thing right negative is a good thing it wasn't broken, right? And they're just taking it week by week. They had one reevaluation a week later, and said we're going to go another week. So, right, stay tuned.
1: Uh, so he's he's missed four games now, three four games. Please, sure. Yeah. So although the night that, uh, and we're going to talk about the uh, Timberwolves series, um, but the Sacramento game. Um, I saw him jump pretty high off the bench there in excitement. He was hyped. Yeah. When, and when Bogey did that baseline slam dunk, uh, Donovan Mitchell, I'm pretty sure 34-inch vertical, I saw it right there regardless of his ankle condition. So
0: either he is fine or he just made it worse.
1: So it's one of yes. those. And sometimes you just can't help yourself
0: when yeah. you
1: see a white man dunk and you just have to get up <laughs> out of your chair and... <laughs> Get excited! <laughs> usually
0: it's Joe getting up, so right. This well, is
1: something new. Whenever Joe slam dunks, I don't, I don't feel like he ever goes high. I just feel like he goes f- like, like a slow ramp. It makes you realize how big he is, though. Yeah, like his He's length like is there. six eight.
0: Yeah, so strange,
1: oh. so strange. Let's talk about the uh, the series against the Timberwolves. The series
0: that was that, we and played I, them back to back nights, or or a day in between. We had a day in between. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that was.
1: Very unfortunate. Lost to, lost to them away and at home. And I, I call it a series because we lost to them earlier in the year. So we've lost to them. We're 0-3 against the Timberwolves in the in this season.
0: And they, if I'm not mistaken, at least at the time, had the worst record in the entire league. Right.
1: Which is no good for us. Right. And then thanks to the wins against us, I think they're second worst now.
0: What do you what do you think that is? Is it just overlooking a team? Is it um, we didn't have Donovan in those games? Is that play into it? What what happens? Like, how does the the arguably best team in the league have the best record lose
1: to the worst team in the league? Now twice? We, di- we didn't have all of our players. Okay, so we had true. Donovan out and Mike true right, um, and I feel like Royce was sitting the first game as well, but I I can't confirm that right now, but. Uh, that's why i guess some people have been talking so much about matchups and how much of a role that plays and i felt like the timberwolves were a very okay here's what, here's a here's a thing that i worry about the jazz downhill fast offense we can't stop the other team that's why we struggled with the kings right and jamal murray the first time and and booker okay those are two guys that when they get the ball they push that ball so fast down the court they, they don't care if there's a guy to pass it to or not. But when they're full stream downhill with the ball, we, we don't stop that well. Um, and I'm not saying that if, if, even if it's a three on two, like we'll do better with that. But if it's a one guy and he's like, no, I'm going all the way, uh, we either foul or they get the basket. But we, we don't stop them. We, we don't stop them. So they just, and that's what I feel like the teams are going to do against us to win.
0: Yeah, we we struggle with quick guards right. sometimes. Right, and I think that's where we are. we've been hurting lately. Yeah. Um, I was shocked the second game more so than the first. Um, I'd a thought we um, kind of licked our wounds, came back, regrouped, right, right, right. and we we got another chance to play the same team we lost to. This is good for us, and we come out and did it again. I think we were down big towards the end. We only ended up losing by one. Such
1: big swings, too. Like, both yeah. games were up by 17 or 615 points, and we still lose the game. Oh, that's frustrating. Yeah. Super frustrating. I mean, we shot so poorly the second game. Um, how important to you is that number one seed? It's really important to me. Yeah. Because if the Jazz take number one seed, I'm getting a tattoo on my back of the Jazz note. Really? Yeah. Okay. How that's, big? How big? Uh, about three inches like across. your whole back. No, no, no. It's just a little little tramp stamp right at the bottom of my back.
0: <laughs> Jazz beats fans, we are going to verify this for you as if it happens. If so. it
1: happens, we have to take first and no and I haven't discussed this with anybody until right now. I mean, that's have the way. Have you wager. thought about this before oh, or of, you of just course. thought of no, it? No, I've always thought about it, but you I've always. just never said like a reason to do it. And it was yeah. going to be if we won the championship, but I think uh But
0: <laughs> you're narrowing your sights a little bit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. How important is it to you?
0: It's big, and that's why I'm a little bit not shocked but surprised a little bit that um, we are sitting out so many guys. Um, right, right. And I think also we're sitting them out against poor teams, and we, we end up losing those. So I'm sure it's Quinn or or Lindsey or whoever's involved with that decision saying – okay, we, we still can win this game without without Gobert, without Royce, without Conley. Let's give him a break. Uh, it's the end of the season coming up. we got to have that first seed and be ready for the playoffs. And then we end up losing anyway, so that's kind of unfortunate. So,
1: so are you saying that it's more important for us to get the first seed than to have our main players extremely rested for whatever position we end up in in the playoffs? I'm saying I, I think the first seed is more important, I think, to Quinn
0: that uh, having players 100% is more important. Right. I mean, you think about it, at the end of the day, to get to where you want to in the playoffs, you got to beat everyone sometime. Right. You know, first seeds are all more about matchups, you're playing better matchups, but you got to get there sometime, so you might as well play them early, I guess. Right, but
1: right. Yeah, it should be super interesting. And uh it's coming up. I mean, we've got 10 games Including tonight's game against the Phoenix Suns, big game. That is a huge game. game. So tell me how the tiebreaker works with that. Depending on how this game goes tonight,
0: well, Suns have beat us both times this year. Right. So they're it's it's pretty much head to head first, really? and they
1: got us. So if we lose tonight, so if we tie with them because they've won us in the in the we'll call it the season series mm-hmm. against the Suns, they will take the tiebreaker. Yeah.
0: So if we end up tying with them. We have lost both times
1: to them. One um, was in overtime. Which, yeah, the which, most recent one. Which, by the way, I got money on overtime again yeah, against you're welcome. Phoenix Suns tonight. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so th- it's it's big to keep this lead against uh, ahead of them because if we do end up tying, they own the tiebreaker and right. can't have it.
1: Right. That's pretty important. The
0: West is looking pretty good, man. Um, luckily, we've had a game since that Timberwolves fiasco against Sacramento. Do you want to talk about that game?
1: <laughs> I don't
0: think there's been a bigger swing in momentum from one game from from one game to the next game it was by so being down fun. huge and go ahead tell so, us about South. okay Sacramento. okay
1: a couple of records were, were set that game the highest score in Utah Jazz franchise history 154 and, points
0: and that includes like overtime games and yeah. everything yeah and this was it. in regulation
1: well I, I think we were we were nearly no we broke a hundred before the end of the third quarter we were I think we were 105. At the end of the third quarter, which is incredible, right? <laughs> incredible. Now, the other record that they set last, or uh, the game against Sacramento, was the highest deficit in in winning, or the highest winning. Yeah, we won by forty nine. Forty nine points is the highest the Jazz have ever won by. That's crazy. Forty nine points. Dude, you could play half a game and get forty nine points, that's, and that would be normal. That's crazy. That is crazy. I, I mean, we were shooting so crazy, man. I mean, even the bench came in, and Brantley, I was so glad that Brantley was knocking down shots. Uh, Yeah, Sarah, we were, for you. I freaking love Brantley now. I know. I love him, too. I just want him to (laughs) do so well. Listeners,
0: after our little talk with Sarah, our our recording, we were talking to her a little bit for a few minutes after, and, and she thinks that if we stay in touch, she could probably get... Drell brantley on the show
1: sometime that's a pretty big deal so
0: i'm saying that on the air because it's legit and (laughs) now it kind of has to happen so right
1: right and brantley shot three for three in his minutes and i'm not going to call him garbage minutes because i'm going to call him highlight minutes because no it didn't matter if we were winning or losing in that game everything was a highlight for the jazz minivan every man it was so fun to see him make baskets especially after the two losses against the timberwolves it's just incredible and it was everybody too
0: like you think if we score 154 points? Oh, somebody had 40, somebody had yes, 50. Somebody had 50 points. Our leading scorer had 24 bogey, then 23 by Clarkson. We had eight guys in double
1: figures. It's just from everybody. It was and, fun. And bogey, uh, you got to give a lot of credit to bogey. I feel like he's been carrying a lot of the weight without Mitchell, uh, yeah. as the number two. And you might, as you, you might call him that if they call him positions anymore. I don't even know if it's just uh, a big guy and shooters, but. <laughs> I mean, Bogey started the momentum of that game, I feel like, just knocking down shots. Incredible. That was fun. It was so fun. If you didn't
0: watch it, you missed out. I man. know it's the Kings. And I know they didn't have Fox. but
1: Fox is, Fox is another one of those fast yep. guards that when he gets the ball and runs downhill, we can't stop him.
0: And we struggled against them earlier in the, uh, the month even. Um, with I know Fox we struggled in the, the first court. half
1: with Fox yep. earlier in April. Yep. But having him out, see what happens. Man. So we've got to figure out a game plan for that, whether we have a bad mama's joke or somebody down there. Yeah. I have seen us go into a zone sometimes.
0: Right. Sorry I just disregarded your joke because that was good. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) Well, Jackson's mom's here in the studio watching us, so it's awkward. (laughs) I
0: I have seen us go to a zone at times, and I wonder if we are able to transition and set up that zone. It's now more of a, a pack against one. And that right. may be able to slow some guys down, but we'll we'll have to see about that.
1: This is totally off topic. I can't wait. So, <laughs> I'm so excited. Do you remember back <laughs> in normal basketball days? Okay. I feel like pre pre C. Yeah. Okay. No, even before then. I'm. Oh. I, it was like ten years ago. I feel like the other the opposing team would score a basket, and let's talk. Let's say back when we had Greg Ostertag. tag. Okay. Okay. And Antoine Carr. Big dog. Big dog. Or and Carmelo and all those guys. Okay, right. When the opposing team would score, who would take the ball out and pass it into John Stockton? I'm gonna guess that it was a big guy. Usually, it was a big guy. Okay, and and I feel like we Gobert will not ever do that because I think this. I've just been noticing this all year. It's like Quinn's like. Why on earth would you put your slowest guy the last one coming down the court? And and basketball coaches have been doing this forever. They've been having the big guy pass the ball in so that gar- cuz the quick guys they they see the ball go in and they run down the court really fast and they get set up. Yeah, well the best defensive player on the Utah Jazz is the last guy in or the best the big guy is the last one down there. And I and I think that it's so cool how G- Quinn has Gobert like no, Royce someone else pass it in to Mitchell or, or to Mike to bring the ball up. We need to get the big guy down there to get set up because he changes the whole dynamics of, of the court down there. Anyway, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Have you noticed that? It's
0: cool because it just kind of verifies how the game has changed too. Right. Like It seems like before, um, after somebody scores, it's like, oh, shoot, we lost that possession. Let's take it out, regroup, set ourselves up, and we'll, right. we'll do our best then. And and if you you get a steal or a rebound, it's like, hey, let's transition, let's go, let's push, push, push. Right, right. Now it's like it doesn't matter if they score or not. We can transition. We Always got Guys that are blazing fast. Right. And we're going to take it out from under the rim, and we're going to get it up just as quick as if we they didn't even score. Right. So I think that has a lot to do with it. Let's
1: get our big guy down there right. to
0: rebound because we're going to shoot it soon because we're right. transitioning on a make, which exactly. doesn't didn't used to happen.
1: It's it, you watch it, you watch it, and see how many times gobert passes the ball in after a the opposing team scores I, I think it'll be one or two times a game and i've seen i've seen Mad. one of
0: those one or two times where he's like the only possible option <laughs> cuz everyone's ran around and it's like this short second of confusion like this isn't my job we, what we, am i doing we here we talked about
1: this <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you're absolutely right it's just funny it is interesting how that's changed a little bit but any coach who's still doing that stop Stop doing that. You're,
0: you're wrong. You're wrong. Get
1: your two, <laughs> get the two guys that are fast to bring the ball up at the end because they're going to catch up no problem at all. If you don't have a big guy down there to screen, by the time you get there, it's a lot harder to create an offense. So yeah. Anyway, Quinn's IQ is just incredible. So I'm seeing on our notes,
0: yeah, that you typed up. Um, Jackson questionnaire. Jackson questionnaire. questionnaire. Okay. Oh what, yes. what is it? I have yes. no idea where what Hits this is. Hit the music. Uh, there's no music. Dun, dun, okay. Dun, dun,
1: dun, dun, dun. Uh, do you
0: have music? Really? I, we can just do our our. Oh.
1: Uh, yes yes this is, welcome to jackson questionnaire 2021 <laughs> okay that's good that's okay good. i'll stop okay so i heard this on another interview with uh steph curry steph curry by the way shooting incredible oh three points like setting records himself the highest number of three pointers in like 10 games ever
0: well he's just breaking his own records
1: that's true. crazy it's he's unreal me. hey but to break a pr is better to break anybody else's. Right? true so Okay, so I heard him get asked this question, so I'm going to ask you this question. Um, it's the end of times. The world is about to come to an end, and there's only one way to stop Armageddon, and it's to have one man make one three-pointer, and he has one chance. Who do you pick, Jackson? Is it in a game,
0: or no. it's just like empty empty arena?
1: Well, I mean, it, it's an empty arena, but I mean, the stakes are high. I mean, the the asteroid, the aliens or whatever, it's just like they're about to take over. And they're like, okay, make or take it.
0: I know it. Steph probably picked Steph. Did he? No, you're shaking your head no. Because he remember that one All-Star weekend, Steph was there and right? he's like, oh, it's, it was spur of the moment. He came from the crowd in his jeans or whatever. And they did like... Steph, you make this from half-court. We're donating this much to charity. Da, da, da. And he couldn't make it. He he, he didn't make him. He tried like six or eight, ten shots and did not make one. So if there's no pressure, like I'm not picking Steph, but I guess the end of the world is pressure.
1: Oh, yeah. And everybody, the whole world knows if he doesn't make it. I feel
0: it. like I'm going to get zero flack for picking Steph because if you're, if you're saying he's not the greatest shooter of all time, you, you've got an issue because it's not even close. Uh, I, I'm going to go Steph. He's the greatest you're, shooter you're of going all time. With, you're going with Steph. I don't think that's going to be a bad pick. Is there somebody better in a clutch situation? I don't know, but greatest shooter of all time, Steph.
1: Okay, so what's let the, me. What's the correct answer? <laughs> uh, let me change the parameters a little bit. <laughs> okay. By the way, he didn't. He didn't choose himself. Interesting. Uh, he he chose. Did he choose Clay? He chose Clay Thompson. Okay. Okay. But, Good on him. Okay. And, and, Good on him. Yeah, fair, fair enough. I was really hoping you'd say a jazz guy, but so what, <laughs> I, what, what I'm going to do is I'm going change to the, change the stipulations. Uh, the, it has to be a jazz okay. guy. Okay. So who on the jazz? Because we Current sh- jazz or all-time jazz? No, no, no. Current? Which Now, 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 now. For sure. Our roster um, right now. Who, uh, the, I mean, you're going to die. Your wife and kids, everybody's going to be dead if he misses a shot. Who's it going to be?
0: I, I think it's Joe. Joe Ingles. I think it's Joe Ingles. Shooting 47%. Yeah. And my dark horse would be George Niang right now because he is going nuts. He is shooting the, the lights out. <laughs> no, Joe Ingles. I Joe picked Ingles? Joe. If okay. Joe were to go enter a three-point contest, I think he'd win. And why hasn't he? I mean, he's, he's so old. <laughs> I
1: think normally he goes home. I don't think he, he cares about all that. I don't think he cares about any of that stuff at all. No. I no. feel like he could get an invite and he'd just like see it come on his phone and be like All Star Administration and Recruiter and he'd like red button it and put his phone down and, and like <laughs> be like, Hey kid, let's go get an ice cream And
0: that's like the coolest response you can give too. He's like,
1: such a bad A. Yeah.
0: There was an interview of him, it was an article I read. Um they were talking about his son and his family and they interviewed his wife and I don't remember what the question was, but Joe's response was it's just and then he, he cursed. It's just effing
1: basketball. Like, right.
0: like that's not his first priority, and right. that just goes to show that. He's, he's, a, yeah. he's a family man.
1: He is. He is. So good for him. But anyway, so you'd pick Joe. Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles. Final All answer. right, jingling Joe. I love it. Final I love answer. It. That's pretty good. I like it. Well, I, that's what I that's the only question that I had for you It's just one question. I wanted to know who you thought was the best three-point shooter on the Utah Jazz, and I had to have high stakes to get it out of you. I love it. So love there you it. go. Does, do you guys agree with Jackson on this? I mean, obviously his percentages are fantastic. Is he the guy? Is he the best three-point shooter on the Jazz?
0: Hit us up. Hit us up. Hit us up. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook.
1: We're all over the place. We are. So
0: in the pill network. Slinging
1: the pill network. Um, give us a response. I'll, I'll put a post up. Post the Suns game, after the Suns game, and we'll give you guys a week to respond on that. Best three-point shooter on the Utah Jazz.
0: Guys, you heard it here. Um, big game tonight. Big game this tonight. This determines the number one seed. If we end up losing tonight, I don't plan on it, uh, the Suns move to number one.
1: That's right. Really, really quick. Ten games left. How many games are we going to win left in the season?
0: Seven. I seven think we're going to go on a, a, a little winning streak. Right. We're going to win seven of the last ten. I like it. I like it. Lucky seven. Let's Where are you it. at? I'm with you. Seven? I'm with you. Okay. Still. Seven it is. Big game tonight. Make sure you're watching. We do not have Mike Conley. We do not have Donovan Mitchell. So it'll be interesting. We're in Phoenix. Ooh, um, that's tough. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. Make sure you're following us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of those places. And now make sure you check out Slingin' the Pill Network. Uh, pretty cool stuff. You've been listening to Jazz Beats, I'm Jackson. This is Tyson. See ya.